Yo, welcome back to the Brothers Hunt Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Listen, I know we haven't been as consistent as we would have liked to be putting out these podcasts, but we're going to flip that script, uh, hopefully, um, and, and start doing a lot more of these. 2020 has been a wild ride for just about everybody, but we're trying to change that. We have a, a great podcast for you today. Um, our good buddy, Mr. Drew Parker, got a ton of stuff going on right now, man, just making a wave in Nashville. And, man, just an all-around great dude. We've known this guy for a few years, written some songs with him. Um, I actually have a song coming out this Friday with um, with DP. Uh, Cameron Marlowe's going there today. Me, him, and Dan wrote that. So be sure and check that out. Download it. Stream it. Make us some money. Um, in other news, if you, haven't, uh, if you haven't been keeping up with our Instagram, we had an incredible opportunity to, to go to Wyoming and chase around some antelope with uh, Luke. And the Meteor guys, Steven and Giannis and, and their whole crew, um, man, what an incredible time. Uh, we got to podcast with them, and if you haven't checked that out, that's their most recent Meteor podcast um, is with Mr. Luke Combs and us, the Brothers Hunt. So be sure and go check that out. I'd like to say a quick thanks to our partners, Blue Otter Polarized, best sunglasses in the game, and Mossy Oak Hunting Apparel, uh, Bottomland Airthing, that's all I got to say. Um, what else we got? We're leaving for Montana in the morning. Got a few tags out there we're going to try to fill. Uh, we'll be documenting all that, so keep up with our Instagram. We'll be out there for seven days, and then when we get back, we'll have a podcast up with uh, Mr. Jameson Rogers. So that'll be a good one. Uh, man, thank you all so much for sticking around, hanging with the Brothers Hunt. And, uh, yeah, hope you enjoy Drew Park. Parker, great songwriter, terrible uh, horse player in pool basketball. What? Worst I've ever seen. I've never played basketball with you. You never. But played, we got. We got. You didn't play horse. You were there. At you Luke's. were there, dude. It was Luke's bachelor party. Oh the oh the the uh, pool pool. I said yeah. pool. Yeah, pool worst, horse worst horse. horse player I've ever seen. I didn't. Say, I didn't hear you say pool. And you're a great rider. You're a good friend. You're just a terrible horse basketball player. <laughs> I don't think. Dude, come on. When you Dude, tried to I, I remember on, I remember on. Drew hitting some he shots. He stood on his shots. hands. I did do that. And, and put tried the to ball throw it in his feet, feet and tried to throw it at the goal. <laughs> I saw that with my own eyes. That, that did happen. And there were no beers involved at that point. No, there weren't. Yeah. Did you ever win one of those? But a great dude. I never who won those games? Have you ever Neil Dan won? didn't re win, so I mean no, I didn't win. Neil won. Neil won. Yeah. Neil won. Who else won? No Delaney. I should have won. No, oh, that man was diving. He's trash, dude. He's a great guy. He's great too. He's a great guy too. He's t- he's terrible. That's funny. Ooh, got a little breakfast it's delivery. So God, look at that. Thanks. Right on time. Thanks, Jay. Did you get read some sweet coffee? No, we got black cowboy coffee. 
Oh, you what, tough that's now? Right. Dude, I'm always Cowboy tough. coffee. Hey, Thanks, babe. I was actually thinking about this on the way over here. What's the cushiest? Uh, that's the only way I know how to describe it. Like, what's the one thing in your life that you're the cushiest about? Here's a prime example. Mine is that I wear Uggs. Like, that is a very... You know what I, I mean? Just, like, I don't know what you... I take cushiest. Like I don't. I'm not wearing cowboy boots today. I'm wearing like Sherpa lined lace up Uggs, and I don't care who knows it. Like I don't care. They're so comfortable. Oh, what do you don't care? What, okay. What do you not? I'm what trying to figure out the you, definition of cushy. I'm saying, what's the one thing in your in the what the one area in your life that you're not tough guy? I take more baths than I take showers. Mm. You take more baths on average per year. Then you do shower. I would say, if not more, they're right at about even. That's definitely yours. I don't know why. I love hot I love hot bath. Come on, you got to. Oh, you're just tough everywhere in your life. Oh, hell no. (laughs) But I don't know what I am. Well, think about like the one thing like you like uh, silk sheets or. That's not very cushy. You like that's not cushy. That's everybody. That's that's a fact. You get like fact. You get like. a lot of sugar in your coffee or some yeah. something some area that you're just not like cowboy in. Yeah. I, Come on, man. Dude, I, you got to know. To the bone, buddy. Hey. <laughs> That's true. Dude's an artist. <laughs> Dude's an artist. He's got, he's got I have no in. idea. I don't know. No, there's 100% something. Yeah. Just don't know what just it is. Just text us later and let us know what it is. Mine's You'll Uggs. figure it out. Mine's Uggs for sure. Mine's Uggs. I mean, I can't think of anything else. I don't know, man. Like, like I don't even wear shorts, buddy. Really? No. I love shorts. Only time you catch me in shorts is a bathing suit. So you don't wear like I'm not a big khaki shorts wearer. Like I am. If like if we go to the beach or if something, it's I wear hot. Uh, even at the beach, man, I'm blue jeans. Your like, gym shorts though. You, you don't wear shorts. You don't wear blue jeans to the beach. To dinner, not oh, okay, down to okay, the okay, beach. Okay, like okay, dinner. Okay. Down to the beach. <laughs> down to the I beach is bathing suit, which is shorts. But that's it. There's like even like if we go take pictures on the beach. Blue jeans, buddy. So what? <laughs> my wa- my jeans, legs are as buddy. white as that door behind. Is that me. why? I mean, are you Mine like I have really white legs? Because that would be that would technically be kind of like of a cushy department. If you... I don't think it's white legs, maybe chicken legs. Oh, uh, did somebody make fun of you when you were little? I don't know, maybe. Come on, man. You know. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, we had a lot of people. We put up a like a sticker on uh, Instagram to say who we want to see on the podcast. And, man, we had a ton of people say I was, I was honestly surprised. Like, I was like, I was these guys really want to hear Drew Parker talk. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot to say. Not really. <laughs> I'm just I'm a big fan of you guys. I'm always repping your oh, stuff. Dude, so I, think, always, I think it's just probably I've, rip. like, pushed some of my fans over to Brother hey, Hunt. We're trying to push them ours to I, you, man. I, I appreciate so. that. We appreciate that. You may not have much to say, but you do have a lot going on, man. And and we're we're super pumped for you, super proud of you, and glad to have you on the Ridge and the TBH yeah, thanks for coming headquarters, all the way man. Dude, I love it out here. I told Reed when I got here, I was like, man, I need to figure out how to get out here. Oh, we'd something, love to have you. Something else that like was I was excited about was we asked Drew to come – we're writing today after this, we, after we podcast, so we asked Drew to come down here in our neck of the woods, and he was like, uh, "Hey man, is nine o'clock too early?" <laughs> we were like, "Heck no, man, come on and get Did the day started." Did you bring your started. bow? Did you bring your bow? I didn't. I meant Dang. to. I meant to. That's I all didn't. good. That's all right. It's I don't want hurt. you shooting my deer anyway. It's kind of weird out there. Yeah, it's kind of nasty out. There. This is on the way over here. I was thinking, this is my least 
favorite day to hunt, like in a hunting season, is a hot, hot windy, windy, rainy day. Yeah, does I have no desire. To well, hunt. I tell you what, I mean, it's supposed to get good. Oh yeah, this weekend. Maybe tomorrow morning. I yeah, hope. these these storm these uh this front coming through. It's snowing in New Mexico right now, dude. The loaf in Nashville for tomorrow morning is thirty seven. Yeah, on Sunday it's in the twenties. Yeah, Saturday, but how Sunday. long? You, Sunday's thirty. What is Monday's tomorrow? The thirtieth. Yeah, yeah. So we can hunt tomorrow. Can't hunt the thirty first. Youth season. Oh, youth season. It's just one day though. Two days. Two days. So yep. this weekend, Monday, yep. and get back at it Monday. Get back after it Monday, which is still be good. We'll see the in the property that I'm hunting on right now. The guy that owns it, he's got a muzzleloader. So like the first two three weeks of muzzleloader. It's only two. So weeks, I'm going right? to take off. I won't hunt those two weeks. So I'm going to go after it hard because muzzleloader comes in the in what. Uh, two weeks or yeah, it's the seventh. Like, like the the first yeah, weekend of November seventh or yeah. whatever, and then it goes till the second weekend of November. Yeah, like a week. So I'm gonna take weeks. that time off, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, you need to hunt somewhere during that time. Yeah, I know. I don't. I, I'll find a place. You can come down here if you want. Yeah, we got we got stand. You can sit down. Um, what do you? Where do you? Where are you hunting? Uh, right now, I'm hunting in uh, Beth Page, Tennessee. That's cool. Big piece of property, Sumner County. No, that's tiny. Is it? 40 acres. Oh, that's plenty. But did enough. you, how did you get into hunting? Did you grow up hunting? Yeah, my dad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we leased, uh, or my dad was in a hunting club that leased property in my hometown. I mean, it was 10 minutes up the road. Of? 400 acres. Covington, Georgia. Covington, Georgia. Yeah. Pick it. I, pick just, it. I can hear a look yeah. in my head right Luke. Covington, Georgia. Stuart. Stuart. Stuart, Georgia. <laughs> Stuart Jerry. Uh Sounds like an actor name. Yeah, so like Covington's like an hour, 45 minutes, 50 minutes southeast of Atlanta. And then I grew up 20 minutes outside of town, like out in the country. But yeah, we, I grew up hunting down there off Picket Bridge Road. Ooh. I've always wanted to name a record. That's Picket a great, Bridge that's Road. a great name. I write that today. Picket lie. Bridge. Did you hear a tune come out? Because <clears throat> uh, it's Sugar Ridge, you know. Sugar Ridge Road. Love it. Yeah, at the, literally at the top of Sugar Ridge Road. Yeah. The peak, the pinnacle. peak, right here. All right, not really. So you started hunting out there. <laughs> yeah, so I started hunting out there, deer hunting, and uh, I mean, I deer hunting my my whole life, and then around sixteen, when I got a driver's license, I discovered duck hunting, and I said so long to the deer hunting. Is that right? Yeah. Through through buddies or like did you through buddies? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was this guy I knew had a hunting show. Oh, was it good? What was it? This, yeah, it was good. Still Unlimited is- Outdoors with Wesley Jones. Okay. Can we can we go back and watch? Is, it, is there any archive? Are they still? Know. Is he still out there? Or no. I don't. I don't know. Were you on one? <laughs> no, I never was. I filmed oh. for him one time. Okay. A, tur- okay. a turkey hunt with like Miss Louisiana or something. Oh, like a little field yeah. producer in the room. I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah, Wesley's a good friend of mine. He's a quadriplegic actually, but he had a hunting show. Oh. Um, but yeah, I got involved duck hunting i guess through him was the first time i went and i was hooked man and so then me and all my buddies got into it duck hunting i could see if i got into duck hunting at a young age i'd be stuck just because how like deer hunting's very i mean when you're young it's cold and it's early and, it's really and cool. well, so duck, is duck hunting. Yeah, but you're still with your buddies, and you're you're down there with a heater, and you're cooking breakfast, and yeah. And so that was the appealing part for me, yeah. like especially a young hunter. I mean, yeah, young. 
high school being able to drive and i mean you just want to get out of the house you know what i mean so like being able to get out of the house super early on a saturday morning and you're going sitting a duck blind with four or five of your buddies do they have ducks in georgia uh i mean it wasn't great but we had there's a lot of wood ducks down there oh i'm into that um i love wood ducks i do too yeah, I don't know anything about them. Would you say that that wood ducks are kind of like like the black sheep of ducks? I've noticed that there's kind of like... Well, there's just so many of them. I think oh, in really? This, in the south, yeah. I think that's why, because it's just like, just so many of them. Huh. That's why they get kind of overlooked. Like, I mean, man, if you got like a merganser, or, I mean, even like... That sounds like a guitar. <laughs> I want one Fender of those. Make, Fender make those? Yeah. Where can I get one of those? <laughs> Gibson. <laughs> Gibson Merlander. But a Mergander sounds like a Telecaster or a Stratocaster. <laughs> That's what, that was my joke. So what's, yeah. what's like the like what's the, the booning crocket of a duck? Like what's the best Gadwall? What the what like what do you want? No, Gadwall is it would be a good Is that one, the green but, head one? No, that's just What's the green one? Like if you kill one duck in your life and like it's like the most incredible <laughs> duck, what no, is it? Not not a mallard. I'm talking about Man, I remember we went look at and me and Josh Phillips shot at the same time, and they said, they were like, who got it? And I was like, dude, I got that. He was like, I'm going to mount that duck. And I was like, you going to mount my duck? You know, I was like, I was poking, poking fun at him. Yeah. But it was like a little. Oh, down in Mississippi. It was like a little gray duck with like kind of a. If you said. The, the canvas back? No. Those are super popular. Yeah. Uh, but man, I mean, honestly, you want me to tell you what I would love to kill? Sure. I've never killed. Yeah. I've killed mallards before. To me, they're the prettiest duck. I right. mean, yeah. There's so like mergansers are, are are pretty too. Like a hooded merganser, they, you know, they're really weird looking. But um, I can pull up a picture. But what's the color of a merganser? I mean, they're different. But like a hooded merganser's just got like a black head. Yeah, like, like a, yellow eyes. But that's a part of the yeah. wood duck family. Yeah. Like, um, it is, isn't it? Is that what y'all talking about? Yeah, I know exactly. Is that a wood duck though? Consider- no, that's a hooded. It's just a okay, hooded okay. merkin. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> Obviously, I mean, I would love. Yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful. That's duck, gorgeous. Man. Yeah, I'd Sorry, mount that. If I shot that, it. we'll post it on Instagram. Yeah. I'd mount that it. if I shot that thing. I'd be like, dude, I'm mounting that. What is that? Was I that think a we were always after like banded ducks, man. Which you can't be after them because who knows where you they're really at. Know. But I, that's the dude. Whoever in the blind shot a banded duck that morning. I mean, they won the morning. Yeah, but how do you? How do you? This is my this is my issue with duck hunting. It's like how do you know who killed it? Who shot it? Because it's like one duck comes through and fifty people like, and then they're all gonna say they hit it. You gotta be honest. You gotta be hunting with honest folks, man. And they're like, no, dude, I I know I killed that. No, Dan, you killed that duck. Okay, I just I guess I just if that Dan would kill every duck if we were duck hunting, (laughs) every one of them. Not true. I killed that dude. Hey, we got some dudes begging. To duck hunt this year in West 10, and we'd love for you to go with us. Let's go. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, I've already talked about that. You know what I'm talking about? Totally yep. down for that. Let's do yeah, that. They, I mean, apparently it's like, actually, we've got a, we got a few. Yeah, we got three or four spots. It's got to get cold, man. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's got to get cold up north, though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cold right now up there. It is cold up there. Montana's Just, got like eight inches right now. Hopefully, well, I don't think Montana really plays into the duck thing, but. Dude, you'd be surprised. I mean, y'all got ponds out here. You'd be surprised. Really, I've seen them come in. I've seen them. I've I mean, I'd got, I'd, I would have to go see what you're, you know. No, I've literally is seen there them. grass in the pond, kind of thing. I've, I've you, literally seen. Wait, does there of, need to be grass in the pond? There doesn't have to be, but I mean, you want some ducks in there? 
drain it out and plant some millet. ice and millet yeah. in there and let it grow up and then mm. put water back in it. Because that's what they sounds expensive. I mean, like, like when they're they're flooding cornfields, bean fields, so right. grain. So those like ducks the, can the best duck field I hunted on as a kid. It was this guy went to my church. He ha- he owned the property, and I was, found it. My dad hunted it as a kid, or as oh, wow. you know younger. Yeah. And my dad told me about it, so I pulled it up on the map because like we. I mean, it's hard to find places to duck hunt. I mean. It's hard everybody to find has to a hunt. It's, right. Yeah. Wait, because so not, many people do it or because there's no, just lack of I mean, you gotta have water. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I it's mean it's gotta be right conditions. It's not land. Yeah, yeah. right oh, conditions. Yeah, you're you're not just hunting on a pond. You just walk out to the woods and hunt. Not somebody's pond in right. the front yard, you know. Yeah, seriously. So my dad told me about this place. Well, I pulled it up on a map. There was a blind arty in it. I'm Sorry. like, Well, great start. Somebody's <laughs> mad about that. So <laughs> I didn't Back then, they didn't have the you know the what Onyx, Onyx hunt, and yeah. All that, yeah. So they didn't have that. So tax assessors website. Oh baby, I pull up this pond, click on it. Who owns it? Or who owns this little spot right here where I can get a boat down in there, kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, that guy goes to my church. Beautiful. Oh, the best feeling in the world. So yep. I went to him. I said, "Hey man, I know you own this pond. Like, can I go hunt ducks out there with my buddies?" Absolutely, man. Do whatever you want to out there. God, it was different times, great. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. this was, I'm 29 now. This is 13, 12, 13 years ago. I still think that happens in small town. Like, in oh, super it does. Small towns. I think it, I think it still it happens. It, I, it might not happen in a more rural, I mean, urban environment, but the rural you get, I think, yeah, you still, you still got those. Where every other family had houses on five or 10 acres. Yeah. Yeah. You know and I mean? everybody owns a pond. It's not like your neighbor's. Yeah. right through the woods there you know yeah i think that yeah it's super common out in the country yeah that's true i i, I bet that probably do, does does kind of still happen especially in like churches and stuff you kind of grew up in church didn't you yeah we did i mean too. that's where the whole music thing started for me that's too yeah were you in choir no so like the thing for me um we would always there was a lot of music in my church i mean it was, you know, a lot of music. So Saturday night, Sunday night, we Southern had, Baptist. Yeah, yeah. Saturday night, Sunday night, we'd have like special. Oh yeah. You know, groups, quartets, whatever, all that stuff. The Kingsman, man. I mean, let's, we all we. Let's I mean, we are friend. the same people. We grew up. Happy Goodman's. Happy Goodman's. My dad loved that. The Kingsman. Yeah. The, the what was? Oh, let us have a talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. And he will <laughs> We used to always talk about this. Dude. Every guy, every young dude wanted to be the bass singer. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget. Who was it? There was this. Um, did you say every young dude wanted to be yeah. the bass? Andrew <laughs> Bayard. <laughs> 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 they go, they go. Oh, no, this is what we were talking about. Dude, and when I turned like 15 or 16, dude, like the sound equipment had gotten so good, they would, the windows in the church. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's like, it's like be the, quiet. The ceilings of the. Ceiling fans about to fall out the chandeliers out of the ceiling of the church. <laughs> this is the funniest thing about Southern Gospel quartets to me and Reed is that you would always say that baritone singer that was like good, like the David Phelps one. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. But there would always be these two guys that bookended yeah. whatever kind of quartet it was. And it was always the bass guy and then the screaming the guy, that guy. Sounded like a woman. Oh, and he would literally 
either one of them could go from each extreme could go and the church be like, oh, dude people would stand up start cl-. they loved yeah. a guy that screamed really high pitch and the other one was the, bass. the dramatic bass player that would go but dude it would would your church not erupt when that guy did that yeah. Oh, for sure, man. Like that was like the the, yeah. the climax moment, kind of. I mean, I mean, yeah. But how weird is that? That it's it's either a super super high note or a super super low note. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> it was unreal, never that man. guy in the middle. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of groups. So, like, kind of back up a minute. Like, that I I got introduced to that, and I'm at 12 years old. I go up to my parents. I'm like, Hey, how do I do what these people oh, are doing? Sure. Traveling around, like, sure. I want to oh, do that. Do the same way. So. My parents bought some sound equipment. We Dang. took off down the road, you know, like my dad get off work Friday, mom get off work Friday. We'd go all over the state of Georgia, southeast, whatever. We'd be gone all weekend. Dang. Letting you sing or all y'all would I would, sing? Just me. Yeah. Just me. <laughs> so did you have like, you have this, did your dad run the board? Yeah, my dad did a little sound. <laughs> mom sold CDs. <laughs> in the back of the church. In the back of the foyer. I'm going to step out here in the back. Parker family Mama back band. there in the church. She got T-shirts and CDs. Yeah, baby. Are you an only child? No, I got a younger brother. Yeah. How, uh, how younger? Oh, I He's met him. He's four years younger. Okay. I met yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Well, his his little tail ride with y'all? Yeah, he would go with us. <laughs> yeah, he would go with us. Because, I, mean, I, I mean, I was 12 at the time. But we started doing that, and then, man, I, I mean, I was busy. To be 12, 13, 14 years old. <laughs> yeah. Who's booking gigs for you? Me, man. Like, really? Yeah, like there were promoters and... down there that were like calling. Hey, you're having a homecoming. I mean, dude, I, you got to think I was 12 years old. It wasn't There wasn't many young kids. And I mean, sure, a lot of old people in churches want to hear a young kids sing gospel That music, is true. You know? 100%. I, so, we live that too. Did you ever bump into a guy named Brian Free? You remember him? Yeah, Brian Free Insurance. Yeah. Dude, you remember him? No. What? Yeah, Brian he, he was another young. He was a tenor singer. Tenor singer. He could sing super high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude, the best bass singer, uh, the best tenor singer ever, was a guy named Jay Perrick. I don't know if you would know him, but that name sounds real familiar. I can't remember who he was with. He might have been the Kingsman. Yeah. They were like the Yankees, kind of of the gospel quartet scene. Yeah. I feel like were the Kings. When the Kingsmen were coming through, that place packed out. It packed out, dude. It packed out, and they. And we they had a bigger. About, dude, we had was, a, I mean, I know all of them. The Flo, that was the Florida boys, the Inspiration. Oh yeah, I remember Inspiration. Best story I've got about. I got to sing with Jaron Davis in New River one time. Mm-hmm. Do you know them? Mm-hmm. Okay, they're from Jaron is from Savannah. Okay. Literally, his his church that he grew up in uh-huh. is h- half a mile from ours. Oh, I mean, you, maybe good, Gold City. Gold that's City was crunk. That's Gold City. That's who they, Jay Perrick sang with. They could turn dude, it. The out. Isaacs. Oh. oh now, hey, you know, dang, you know this. Uh, I think I know Son- who Sonia Sonny. Isaac yeah. is married yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote with Jimmy yesterday. Dude, He's great, great dude. So I, yeah, so I grew up on all that stuff, man. I mean, that's where the whole thing started for me. Um, and then I turned eighteen, and I was like, I want to sing country music. <laughs> yeah, was that the turn? Of, like, did you go through high school and kind of experience a little, like, and just be like, I can't, I yeah, kind of, so I want to do mean, this. I always listen to country music. I mean, that's what yeah. we listen to. Oh, know. yeah, you couldn't we listen to right pop. around yeah. listening to nothing no. else but country, you know. Especially if you're in the church. Like, our parents would let us. Yeah, you would listen to gospel music on Sunday and yeah. Saturday night at church, whatever, right. whenever you were there. But throughout the week, I mean, it was country no, my, music. Yeah, and mine was, like, I, I was different because I had people driving me to school and, drive, and picking me up for school. So, like, when I tell people where my inspirations come from, 
it was literally church on Sunday and Wednesday, you know, mm-hmm. singing all day the whole time. And then, you know, Dan would drive me to school and it'd be country. And mm-hmm. then my sister would pick me up and it would be hip hop. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then we lived in Savannah, Tennessee, which is a, you know, there's all this, the Memphis, Florence, you know, all these inspirations around there. But yeah, as a young kid, man, church, if you're in church and, and listening to that music and in that, that's a huge inspiration for, for the future of your career. Something I think is pretty ironic about it. It was like, our parents were fine with us watching CMT, right? Like we could watch Reba talk about her mother dressing her up as like a hooker right. and telling her to go hook because that's the only way she was going to have a good <laughs> life. But like, no, Michael Jackson mm-hmm. can't dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was so. Dude, if they caught you on MTV, it was over. Yeah, yeah they had I used a, to have to. No, they had them blocked. Do you remember? Did you, do you remember when they used to block <laughs> yeah. channels? All right, yeah. our, yeah, our parents true. blocked like MTV, VH1 because. It was just too much. I'm trying to think who was like on then. It would have been it was TRL. Yeah, it's like Carson, Carson Daly. You remember yeah. that? Simpsons? Could y'all watch the Simpsons? No, hell no. Yeah. Our parents never let us. We watch barely the got to watch Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't watch the movies. Only the, yeah. only the yeah. cartoons. I get it. I mean, I got kids now. I mean, I you know I kind of get it. It's funny. I don't get it, but I get it. It's funny how that works, man. No, I get it. I completely get it. It's Uh, just a different world, man. Our our kids are going to grow up. Have y'all? How do you feel about me? Just it's going to get kind of personal, but I guess it's because I'm something, something that Cheyenne and I are kind of trying to figure out. How do you feel about Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, your kid being in church every time the doors are open? Because we were there. I'm assuming you were the same way. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Every time Uh, the doors are open. I mean, it's super. Yeah, it's super important. It's. It's weird though. It's a weird time right now. We haven't. I mean, we're doing online church right now just because the whole COVID thing, you know. But do you feel like that um, that's what it's turning into? I kind of feel like that's what it's turning into a little bit. Like as far as what? As far as like going to church may now be on a screen. Oh, yeah. Primarily, I mean, from here yeah. on out. Yeah, for for some people, for some for sure. people, yeah. Work work is going to be the same way for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it's super important for my. It's my job as the man that I was raised to be to make sure my child understands, you know, that stuff. Right. And, you know, um, that <clears throat> there was a man who died on the cross for, you know, for her and that kind of thing. So it's super important for me. Yeah. And it's my job and my wife's job to make sure that she knows that. Totally. Um, and if we don't introduce her to those things in whatever capacity all. it is. Yeah, sure. You know. You know, I think being in church and, you know, that fellowship with other, you know, believers is, is important. But, like, um, for the time being, you know, you can learn just as much through the TV screen. Yeah. You know? No, I know and what you're saying. that's just kind of where we're at right now. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's super important to me. And, and I told my – so we just – me and my wife, this is weird, but – because we're young. But we just did, a, like, our will and living will. No, it's not – yeah, it's not weird, by the way. So, it's not – you need to do that, yeah. actually. Because so we, we have some up, friends – who had a family member die? Yeah, and it got super squirrely. Yeah, because they didn't have. Yeah, that so we out. just we just did that, and when you know when we sat down to, um, hey, who gets the who gets the babies? Yeah, you know, I I it was super important to me. I was like, it's got to be somebody who's going to take the, them to church. Yeah, and like that was the number one thing on my list, and um, so yeah. So not read, because he doesn't go. So not read. <laughs> so false. Dude. <laughs> dude, you know what I believe in, man. I'm, I'm through and through to the bone. No, dude. I'm saying, you know, 
go to church anymore. So, <laughs> dude, online, same thing. When's the last time you've been to church? I guarantee if we had a church off, I'd win. Church off. <laughs> oh, here we go. Who can say John three sixteen? Go, <laughs> go. Forgot to live the world. Bible drill. Did you do Bible drill? Yeah. Oh, dude, state winner superior. We had a wanna. I, see, I was older than Awana. It mm-hmm. came in right after I oh. got out. I was, I was, uh, I was Bible drill. We would go to Bellevue in Memphis. That was our big like. Gotcha. It was such a huge church. Yeah, I went to. Oh yeah, we went to Jackson. And I would. Uh, I got to a point where I was like, dude, if I could just get state winner, I'm cool. Like I don't have to get state winner superior. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I used to. I was so bad at Bible drill. I was so bad. They bust me out, dude. I'd always say Acts one eight. I'd always say <laughs> I would just repeat. I would just say that one for every verse it was. Dude, I wouldn't. I wait, would. Wait, let's explain. What, nobody knows what Bible drill is except the three of us. There was a line. There, there was a. Remember the line. There was a piece of. Imagine tape. like a piece of painter's Mask tape. And, tape, yeah. And everybody was behind it, and so there would be a a. What's the person? That, moderator. A moderator, and they would say, John three sixteen. You'd step across. No, the line. you wouldn't. You'd open your Bible and you'd go to John three sixteen. <laughs> oh. And then you step across the line, right? Yeah. I mean, no, sometimes you would. It wasn't like no, it wasn't. finding the passage. The, you wouldn't read it. You would have memorized it. It would be books of the Bible. That's why I'm getting it mixed up. There would be books oh, of the Bible. Oh, trying to find books of the Bible. And then there would be verses. So they'd be like, First Thessalonians. Yeah. You'd be like. <laughs> yeah. And then when you found it, you step across. And then you step, find it. You step across. It had to be within like 10 seconds, maybe 15 seconds. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. And then the other part of the Bible drill was if you knew they would say a verse, they would have 15 verses you're supposed to memorize. Right. And if they said the verse, you could step across the line. But where you get busted, though, is when you they across, said the verse, they pick you. you step across the line, even though you don't know it. They pick you. They you pick you. That you was go, the game, though. That was the game. Go they're, like, there, go one, there they're, like, teach all <laughs> they're like, Acts 1 8. For God so loved the yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, it's incorrect. You'd be like, what? what? You had to fake it. That was the game, though. It's How many you could, like, get away with? But you could just blush. <laughs> that, I mean, not, that no, Bible no. drill up there, lying, boy. Because <laughs> if you got busted three times, You're over. It knocked you down a level. You weren't state winner superior. You were just state winner. Yeah. It was, uh, dude, you want to talk about that's bluff. probably, I said blush. That's probably bluff. where the beginning of my anxiety. Yeah. Began. Oh, for sure. With yeah. statewide Bible drill. I would agree with that. <laughs> but for, for the sure. record, I did just quote Acts 1 8, and I haven't thought about that verse in about 20 years. Wait, what was it? Go ye therefore and teach all nations, oh, baptizing them. In the name, in of, the name of the Father, Father Son. Son. Yeah, right? Yeah. I Listen, think that's right. Dude, I, I thought somebody, that was Matthew. I thought that was the. Uh-oh. No, that's Matthew 20. I mean, the only reason I finished the verse is because he started it. Let's Go ye therefore see. and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Acts 1 8. Nope, you're wrong. Yeah, it's that's Matthew something. Acts 1 8. But you will receive power. Dang, that was the other one. Yeah, dude. State, man. So what's Not Go superior. You There For? That's Matthew 28 19. I'm state winner. Dude. Ooh, try Matthew 28 19. If I got that right, I'm going to lose my mind. Dude, I Dad used to pull. I never. When we would like go to Jackson, dude, I would. I've thought for 20 years that buddy, that verse was Acts 1 8. You're right. Is he? Matthew twenty eight nineteen. <laughs> Let's go, state superior. <laughs> okay, Dude, I all swear right. On my life. Okay, state winner superior. Read just one Bible drill. <laughs> Bible drill brought to you by TBH Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Bible drill. Dude, we should totally just have a Bible drill with like people that were in Bible drill, 
and just oh. see how many people could get the things right. Like a 20, see how many people backslid. Dude, like a, you a twenty year later Bible content? drill. Like that's a twenty some, year later Bible drill. Yes. <laughs> that's oh, that would good, be amazing. And who would get like busted line? Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm the moderator because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be in it. Dan's Dan's anxiety has gotten too far. What was the, that? Would be insane. That I, I remember them throwing you. All right, this is the last thing about this. They would throw you a bone and do like Jesus wept. They give you that one. Oh yeah, yeah. The one thing I do worry about though is like how so so you're we're all thick in music, right? Like yeah. thick. The way we learned to sing harmony was that there were four of us. So Reed was a tenor, of course, and then I was a baritone, and then Courtney was an alto, and Lindsay was an alto too, but she could sing soprano. So we would do we would be sitting there. And daddy's saying, baby. And daddy's saying, mama saying, tennis. Wait, it was, was it daddy saying? Yes, daddy right. saying, right. saying, bass. Mama saying, tenor, me right. and little brother would join right in there. Who was in there? Who wrote that? In there. That is it, isn't it? That is it. That's great. Me and little brother join right in there. And that's exactly what you would do. Singing seems to help a troubled soul. Is that right? Yep. Troubled soul? Yep. Something like that? Something like that. Who did that one? I don't know. I don't know either. That was probably Happy Good. I bet they did Mama that. Mama sang bass. Or Daddy sang bass. Mama sang bass. I mean, dude, everybody did it. I mean, That's true. It's I like Will the Circle Be Unbroken. Who oh, did that? Gosh. Who knows? Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. I know they did it. Uh, but my whole point of me saying that is, is like, had we not spent... Daddy, hold on. Go ahead. We're going to be in trouble. No, go ahead. I looked up Daddy sang bass. Johnny Cash. Ouch. Really? Mm. We might need to we might delete, need to cut that yeah, out. Delete that. <laughs> okay, he We're cut it too. He cut it. Everybody cut, cut it. Everybody cut, cut it. it. I mean, my goodness, we got to defend ourselves a little bit here. Everybody sang that song. I'm a huge Cash fan. <laughs> uh, he must did right. that on one of those. All right. My whole point is that are we in trouble because a lot of I'm not saying we're great, but a lot of great singers or a lot of people are influenced by. The, the harmony stacking that goes on within churches and without there being that much going on. I mean, do you think, I mean, do you think there'll be, I've even noticed it. Like a lot of people that didn't go to church do not even understand the concept of what harmony is. Yeah. Where in harmony being sing something, we'll see. It's like a note of it. Sing a hymn. What's the first hymn comes to your head? Uh, just as I am. No, don't tell him. Let him pick one. What, now he's going to think of that. Not that one. Anything else but that one. First hymn that pops in your head right now. I'll fly away, oh glory, I'll fly away. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like immediately you hit the melody note, I hit that lower note, Reed hit that little girly high note. You know what I mean? So yeah. what I'm saying is we know we like the to, note that I'm singing is the root, and then they're singing like the third and the fifth. Third of the third and the, the fifth. Yeah. 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 So that's that's what harmony is, and a lot of people I've 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 noticed a lot of great singers in country music uh, that didn't grow up in church have zero concept of how to do that. Yeah, I'm a super. Um, what's the word? I'm not a confident harmony singer. Huh, I don't funny know why. you say that. I'm not a confident lead singer, really, but I'm an extremely confident harmony singer. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It worked out perfect in that little thing we yeah, just it was did. Great. So <laughs> I think I used to be a very confident lead singer and now not. I I don't think I've gotten worse. So it was always kind of a false confidence for you, really. My whole life. I'm just kidding. Reed <laughs> used to crank, dude. He was the special singer. What was the one? 
Oh, uh, there was. I'm gonna praise you. Yeah. With everything in me. Remember that I'd one? That, that might be a little contemporary for you. That might was be a little contemporary. That was a Jaron Davis one. That was a little later. In the and then I did that. I did the, uh, oh man, what was the, conti- like the. Who am I? Yes. That one. I did that one all the over, all over the Southeast. I started it too high. Care to know my name. Care to feel my hurt. There you go. I'll just let y'all do it. Who am I? Who's that? Casting Crowns? Yeah, Casting oh, Crowns. Mark Kirsten. something. What a voice. Dude, Dude. that song was yeah, what was humongous. Mark something. Mark something. That song was humongous. That yeah. song was huge. Well, it like crossed huge. genres and stuff. Yeah, that was man. huge for me. That song was huge for me. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of broke Reed. <laughs> dude, one of my favorite, like, I guess when I, because, I mean, dude, we grew up singing hymns, southern gospel music, you know, just a, pretty much just a piano, whatever. When I discovered the whole like contemporary thing, I was like, "This is awesome!" Oh yeah, like, dude. drums and oh yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I, I mean, I don't hardly ever say this in interviews, but okay. I'll say this because y'all would know. Yeah. But like, my first concert, which my first concert was probably a Southern Gospel group, but like yeah. my first yeah. big concert, yeah, no, yeah the big was, show, sure. Was Carmen? Oh, he was crunk, dude. You remember, remember him, Car- dude? I don't remember he Carmen. Would, you, I remember the music video where he was like yeah. a boxer or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was my first big concert. That's awesome. And I could, I, I might would know one of his songs if I heard it. Too oh, early. I can't name any, but, but yeah, um, DC Talk, man. We used yeah. to, go, we used to, they were awesome. There was some decent stuff going on. Dude, right Dan there. opened for uh, what was the what was the rapper? <laughs> did you know that I had a Christian rock band? Freshman fifteen, dude. No. Punk rock. First day of my senior year. Could get any better. Khaki pants, khaki pants, and, no, khaki pants and a sweater shirt. No collared shirt. Khaki pants and my collared shirt it's underneath like, my sweater. I had a punk rock Christian band. That's awesome. That's like Hawk Nelson. Okay, we were homies with Hawk Nelson. Played with, yeah, yeah, yeah. We played with like, all the Family Force Five. Sadie Hawkins dance. Sadie Hawkins. Dude, we hung out with Toby Mac. That was we, the guy we opened for. We opened for Toby Mac. We thought he was so cool, dude. Like he, we thought he was that's so awesome, cool. dude. I mean. I, Dude, I cool. used to go to those like big, you know, Winter um, Jam. Do you ever go to Winter, Winter Jam? Jam? Oh, okay, yeah. I, we played those. What? Yes, we played Winter. Was Jam. Winter Jam in Tupelo? Yes. Oh my god, they had them everywhere. Winter Jam was yeah, but, like I went to the one in Atlanta. Yeah, we played. It was them like Atlanta. you just showed up with like ten bucks. There's a band yeah. called yeah. Family Force Five. Yeah, I remember them. them. Yeah. We used to play with them. Building Four Twenty Nine. Yeah. We used to play all with them. all those dudes. Yeah, yeah so I played in that band because obviously this interview's about me. Yeah, we used to play Rocket Town in Nashville. Did you ever know that club, Rocket Town? Oh, you'd have loved that. I think that might have been Toby Max Club, too. It was like a Christian cool club. Yeah, hip-hop club. Yeah. <laughs> Christian hip-hop. You, literally, you would go through the doors like... Yeah, you like, walk in. Welcome in the name of Jesus. Come on inside. I mean, it was, it was great. It That's was awesome. Great. It was yeah, like, it was great. Take a cracker. I think, I think kids need something like that. 100%. Yeah, man. it was good, I clean, fun. I know that. Good, clean, fun. Very good, clean, fun. There were so, three, like two or three levels, too, and they'd have a different band on every level. Yeah. So we did that, uh, and then we and then after that, I started, or me and my buddy Jamie, who you know now, yeah, uh, had a country band, and he and we had been so 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 so, so crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh I would like to take a second and talk about something pretty cool that happened with he and I recently. So we moved to town together, started writing songs. He had some family stuff he had to move back for. I stayed up here, kept writing songs. We never had anything cut, and then. On this most, so we start hanging out with Luke. Mm-hmm. We're all friends, with Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
his thing starts growing and growing and growing, his performance thing. Uh, he has ha, needs two guitar techs. One guitar tech moves in. Do you know this whole story already? Yeah. One guitar tech moves into the band. They needed a second guitar tech. I was like, dude, I got your guy. He's like a w- guitar whiz. Killer dude. They're like, cool. Get him up here. He jumps in the role, immediately becomes like family to those dudes. Jamie, my buddy, starts writing songs. I mean, sorry, starts tuning guitars. And he and I have never really stopped writing through the course of that 20 years, whether he was in town or, or, li- moving, or living in Mississippi. So he just kind of kept it up, kept playing. Uh, they went overseas right before COVID time. Mm-hmm. While they were over there, he Luke says, Jamie, hey, man. If you ever write anything, or you and Dan, or whatever, whoever you ever end up doing anything you think I dig, shoot it to me. He comes home, comes to me. He's like, "Dude, Luke told me send him something if I loved it." I was like, "Cool, man." He's like, "I got something I love." I was like, "Well, let's work on it a little bit." We just wrote like a verse of this song called "My Kind of Folk." Mm-hmm. Takes it up there. We finished it with Nunley. Uh, and Ray was living at the bottom and mm-hmm. he came up because I think originally me and him and Luke were supposed to ride or something but anyway it ended up being a big giant five way and we finished that song and just got our freaking first major cut together that's awesome pretty dude. cool story man I love stuff like that man I do too man and he he's a he never stopped riding you know yeah. what I mean but like I love that dude he's great yeah he's a great guy I mean he like I mean before COVID happened you know I was out on the road with Luke opening the show or whatever and I mean, I'd see Jamie at catering every morning. He's a great guy. I mean, he is, yeah. man. He's a solid dude. And super talented guy, yep. too. Super talented I mean, guy. I've heard him play guitar. He's great. They said none of them knew that he could play or sing until, like, Nix was, Jason Nix was doing that bootlegger opening thing. Mm-hmm. And then one night he couldn't show up. And they were like, Jamie, like, do you want to you go up there and play? And they said he was like, Whoa. And he, like, went into the bus and put on his, like, he put on his pants and pearl snap went out there and smashed it. And they, everybody in the crew was like, what in the world? He's and a killer. Like, yeah, killer. Yeah, he's, he's a, a killer. killer. Dude, yeah. I'll tell you what's great about that. Look, I love the Soul Gravy Man for a lot of reasons. But one of the main reasons, and I was actually talking to him about this yesterday, is that, are we going on time? Yeah, we're 40. Oh. Uh, is that, if I'm writing like a, okay, perfect segue to five, four, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. That you and I wrote mm-hmm. with Luke. Uh, when I'm doing a song, when I'm trying to write a song like that, I can dip into those days and like kind of teleport back into when we were a bar band, and and I can replay some of those memories that I have of that happening, and I can go, oh no, that neon was blue, or that you could smoke in that place and your eyes hurt. And maybe you're looking for a word, a word that rhymes with, I don't know, skirt. And then you can go, smoke so thick your eyes hurt. You know, and, it, and you can actually pull literal lyric from a literal mem- yeah, memory. Real life experiences, man. Of yeah. being stuck in a bar. A yeah. thousand percent. I th- you know, as songwriters, <clears throat> our brains are constantly working. Oh, dude. I literally just put a hook in our phone that we're going to write today. Yeah, well, I mean, like, all constantly. Time. I mean... You're all ears, you're all eyes. Everything is a song idea, you know. Yeah. Everything could be a house payment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's 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 unreal. So you just And I think so, you know, that's part of where the exhaustion of this business can come oh, into the songwriting. Oh, sure. Cuz you can't quit. You can't quit creating. Not that you want to. I mean, I couldn't quit creating if I wanted to. Like yeah. it's just part of me, so Right. Um but yeah, I mean, you're constantly 
looking for stuff. You're constantly listening. And I I did an interview the other week. It's like, you know, these songs you write, where do they come from? And I think when I sit down in a room and it goes, this is right at your point. Yeah. It's a feeling of nostalgia when I sit and write in a room. So what does 10-year-old Drew Parker riding around with his dad down Pickett Bridge Road to go hunt on a Saturday morning, you know, what does he want to hear? Yeah, man. And like, I, that's the feeling that I chase because those are the feelings for one that I miss. I'd give anything to feel what I felt in that truck again. You know I, I don't mean? know that we ever can. Man. No, you can't. Come on. You can't. I, because we made this it's, our business. It's, it's, it's nostalgic. And I mean, you can like kind of tap into it a little bit, but can you really feel it? No, but what you can do is get as close as you can to it. Sure. Well, how does a guy like me do that? Well, because I'm so in the business now, is to write right at it. Yeah. You know? And so I right think when I sit down, that's self, what I chase down. That's what I chase. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, I think that's why I know my fans so well is because I think my fans and me are the same exact people. So they're looking to hear and chase the same thing that I'm chasing when I sit down to write it. I'm just the guy that gets to put it down on paper. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, I, and you know, I, I think that's a, uh, that we're lucky to be able to do that. There are not, not just have the jobs and write the songs and play the music, but dude, a lot of people aren't built like that. A lot of people have extreme trouble writing down, uh, how they feel or even saying how they feel. Yeah. And to me, and that's one thing that I always run into when people ask me, well, dude, how long you've been writing songs? And I don't, I don't know how to accurately answer that because I've always been writing. Like, mm-hmm. even as a child, I, I'm serious. Shout out Megan Manus. In second grade, I was sweet on this girl named Megan Manus, who's super nice, great girl. I still know her to this day. But at the time, like, you know, that was my first little, like, crush or whatever. Yeah. Well, dude, I'd go home and I'd write in a journal just like that one right there sitting on that table. Mm-hmm. I'd write a little something like maybe a poem or something, dude. And I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed about it that I would like hide it between the mattress and the box spring because I was so embarrassed because I thought it was like effeminate. You know what I mean? It was it's cushy. Cushy, just cushy. like my Uggs. Now I don't I don't give a dang. <laughs> now I don't, give a, I don't care what you think about me. <laughs> but that was, you know, you couldn't be the starting nose guard for Kiwanis or Jones. Shout, sorry, Jones. I was on Jones. You were Kiwanis, right? Yeah, you dang right I was. Yeah. Yellow and blue. I'm Jones Motor Company through and through. But you couldn't you couldn't be nose guard in the fourth grade playing with fifth and sixth graders and be writing poems. <laughs> you know what we're laughing about. It. Do you know what I'm saying though? Yeah. I, I mean it. that would have been oh, they'd have crucified me. Yeah. You know. Uh, so it's just like something to, to your point. It's like you can't cut it off, and it's always been there. And I think I just think we're super lucky to be able to uh, to turn that into a business. But at the same time, I'm with you. I do wish I could go get in the truck right now, all of us, and us just like cut on the radio and just jam. Okay, okay. I got a question for you. Okay. If you know, because since this podcast is about asking us questions, go right ahead. Yeah. Um. If you could, so that feeling mm-hmm. that I'm talking about, like yeah, yeah. that I wish I could feel, like really feel again, mm-hmm. that I felt at whatever age it was, yeah. eight, ten years old, riding sure. in the truck with my dad, going hunting. If you could f- get that feeling right now, 
if you if your dad pulled up and you went and got in the truck, what song would be the song to turn on to get you as close to that feeling as possible? Oh. Dude, I, the first one I thought about was Old China Grove. Oh yeah, China Grove. He was dude, a doobie, doobie, doobie. Michael McDonald, oh. man, dude, loved him. <laughs> Our, we had a doobie dad for sure. Yeah, not like smoking doobies, but yeah. like doobie band. Dad, yeah, you know. No, I love, I love Michael. Any McDonald. other day that we were in the truck besides Sunday was was like doobie brothers for me. Yeah, that's that's mine would be. I left Oklahoma riding in a Pontiac, just about to lose my mind. Dude, Don Williams. Yeah. We had a Doobie Don dad. That's yeah. what ours was. He just listened to He loved that stuff. That's great. What's yours? That's a good question. That's a yeah. I love that. I got a, I got another thing I want to feed mine, off of. My, from mine that. would probably be... Um, um, <laughs> Alan Jackson. It, yeah. Or Brooks and Dunn. Yeah. 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 My dad's a huge Willie Nelson fan, so maybe that, but... I feel like it'd be Alan Jackson or Brooks and Dunn. Okay, so we got the song. We got the artist. We all had different ones. Cool. And even though me and you have the same dad, yeah. different different bands. Now, describe the truck you were in. Okay, it was a, probably a 19. I'd have to ask my dad because I'm not I'll positive. Just but go I, off I would say a 1989, 88 maybe. Um, Ford F-150. What color was it? You ready for this? I'm ready. It was doo doo brown. No way! <laughs> I did not so expect you to say that, that's dude. Awesome. Yeah. I did not expect you to say that. Um, I can see that truck right now. Oh, I know the truck. Did, and it, it was like, what kind of inside inside did it like? It was a single cab. Okay. Oh wow! Single cab. F one fifty or two fifty? Where was it? F one fifty. Bench seat all the way across. Um, yep, bench seat all the way across, and it was like, I don't know what they call it. It wasn't like. Um, cloth or leather no it was leather but it was like I'm trying to think of the color like like I'm trying to think of what the color would be like sand oh yeah sand desert or something yeah 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 like, like a, a tan kind like of. a tan I color. see that I, yeah okay now I, I know the interior exactly too. I know the truck and I know the interior you go first uh, what, truck, what truck does that mean? it's gotta be that white one it's gotta be the white Z71 which one I mean what, what model it, it, was what? An, it was a it was the block. It's probably a 95, 97. So round it off. Maybe. A, no, no, no. It wasn't round it off. It was square. I mean, like. Nah, he had to have a square body. Not square body, but you know, like the the GM, the 90 model GMC. Yeah, it's rounded off, yeah. Sure. Uh, I don't think so. But it was that the access cab because uh, he didn't have the crew cab and I always sat in the back behind. He always, dad's always had access cabs. Yep. But uh, I'd always sit in the back behind you and him. Access cab is that like an extended cab kind of deal? Or? Yeah, it's extended like cab. king cab, but it's, it's, it's not it's crew like the, cab. Where they gotcha. Have, like, it's not no a full order. size back seat. It's a half size gotcha. back seat. Yeah, because all we needed was the front seat for, for me, you and him, for me and Daddy to sit in, and then Reed, and we my little stick. butt would sit. Reed's little skinny buddy, <laughs> wherever it wanted. Yeah, but it was a G, it was that white G seventy Z seventy one. See, mine is not that truck. Four wheel drive. Mine is, is a that black. Black. One? Yeah, a black. That's the one I thought about too. Step side. GMC stepside that had like silver and white pinstripes, but they were like if you took the Nike check and just turned it upside down, it was like that down the body of oh, the truck. truck was so it was so, and it had the window the, you know, on the cab the they had those little windows and it had the line, the one with the lines yeah like the cab the oh yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah it yeah. was this it was is, so pimped dude. that's it, that's the color wow. But put, so put like, but put like a, 
it probably had four five inch lift on it with oh, like yeah it's tough 33 is that the model mickey thompson's it's very it very similar Close. to that one that might be a long bed in this picture yeah Short my bed. dad was a short bed. We were all we always had short beds. Um, yeah, but the interior—that's it, man. I remember the interior to this one though was maroon. Yeah, I'm about to say maroon. Really, cloth, yeah. cloth, wow. maroon. Yeah. So also too, I, the one thing in particular, the floorboard in that thing. So I, this would have been. I mean, I was born in '91. This was. I'm thinking this was probably an '88 truck. So. So it have been like early 2000s, 2000, say 2000, 2001. The floorboard in it was like, it was like rubber floorboard. You know what I mean? Like nope. it was weird. It was rubber. It was like, I don't know. Are you talking about the floor, like the The floor mats? over like the metal kind of thing. Oh, yeah, but it okay. was like, it wasn't the mats, but it was, I don't know how to explain it. I think I know what you're saying. It's kind of like a harder material. I yeah. Know what you're anyway, saying. it was like torn through and the floorboard was like rusted. Oh, where could, it had been could, through so much much. You could see the road. like No way. Yeah. You could see the road I mean, as you're driving like over it. wasn't super opened up, but like I mean, you could. There were like, I mean, maybe holes like that. Or to whatever. the road? Yeah. Like you drop a. Like you drop a baseball down there. You it, drop an Oreo. Baseball made Oreo. 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 For sure. Gone. Hitting the road. Yeah. <laughs> that's right but like. That's kind of Like one feeling that I like. And I get. I feel like I'm getting weird, but. No, that's not like get weird. Whatever. Like <laughs> driving weird. down a dirt road, man, and this thing, like. I just remember like squinting my eyes because dust was coming up through the floor, Dang. going down Picket Bridge Road. That's nostalgia, man. I mean, that's legit. Okay, okay, like, that's, that's what I, ch- okay, I chase. So, that every day. So you're listening to Alan Jackson mm-hmm. in a doo doo brown F one fifty single yeah. cab, looking at the dirt road. I'm in. A, I'm in the GMC King Cab. Where? Okay, so you're on Picket Bridge Road. Yeah. Where would you be? I know exactly where I would be. Where? Highway sixty four. Headed to the deer lease. Yeah. I was going to sure. say either that or uh, Flat Gap. Like, or that Flat Gap uh, Road. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That is true nostalgia. And I think yeah. if you can tap into those things, tap into those memories, that's where like authentic lyric kind of No, lives. for sure. And I don't think when I say, you know, that's what I chase every day, I don't chase oh, to write about that moment. For sure. I chase, you know, I, I say Alan Jackson, but I mean... In the nineties, it, it would have been, been it could have been any or, song. Yeah. So like, yeah. and the way they wrote songs back then, like I chased that because that's what brought me. Mm-hmm. That's what takes me to that moment. You so know what's like, really whether weird? it's a story or, you know, any idea. You know what I think about all the time is like, we could possibly be writing those songs right now for. Another ten generation. year old, that's another generation. Oh, for sure. In man. a two thousand and twenty, yeah. yeah, you know, truck, and they're listening. Their dads are listening to Luke, you know, or whoever, yeah. Jake, or what, yeah. you know, Drew, Drew, yeah. shoot, Drew. Absolutely, at this man. point, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. pretty cool to think about that. You could, possibly you could be somebody's be Brooks guy. and Dunn, man. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Brooks and Dan, you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. Uh, but tell us a little bit about that was fun. That was really fun. But before it gets too long, that was a fun fifty minutes. <laughs> before it gets too so, let's get started. Uh, no, but before it gets too long, tell us a little bit about like your uh, what you got going on music wise. Yeah, man, a lot. Uh, it's you know it's been a crazy twenty twenty for everybody. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about your music, but though, I think, specifically yeah. yours. Going into the pandemic, you were you were opening for Luke. I was out on tour, with and Luke you had Combs. you had more d- dates coming. Yep, supposed to be touring with him all year long. 
had a lot of plans. I mean, I had we were sitting on a lot of music that I had recorded last year, and the plan was to put it all out. None of the ones we wrote with him, by the way, but it's all good. There was plenty of time. There's time left. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of time left. (laughs) Other people can put those out, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We can write one today. He's going to put it out for sure. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So COVID happened, and, you know, for an artist my size, man, I mean. Yeah, what are you, six foot? I'm still starting out, man. Six foot? Buck 210? Buck 60? About 5'10". Okay. 260? I said a buck 60. He said 210. You think he was 210? No chance. I about about gave it away. What do you think I am? Buck 80? Yeah, I'm about 185. Yeah. Okay. Hold it better, man. So, uh... It looks good. I gotta do some work. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, for, for an artist my size, and I mean, a lot of people don't, you know... I get messages all the time from people like, you know, how much they enjoy my stuff, but I'm a I'm a new I'm a brand new artist, sure, you know, in this town. And so it's a weird time for a guy like me. It's like how what do we do? Yeah. How I does agree a new that. artist yeah. make it happen when you're not playing shows? Yeah, how do you better your career? When everybody's like putting music out, how how do you shine through and break through to Com- where people will consume it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you feel like your answer is for that? Good, good songs. I agree. Um, good songs, I think, always rise to the top. And I wouldn't. I know it sounded like I was going to agree with whatever you said right then, but that is that was my number one answer for me. I, I, I think it's you know. I think it's got to be the answer. Like, it has to be, man. I mean, if it's ever anything else, it's the thing will never work. You know. I agree. And you know, I think my songs are great. Some people think some of my songs are great, and that's fine. But I do know that what I put out and what I write is 100% authentic to me. And so that, along with the songs, I think is important. So as long as somebody, whoever's putting out the song, as long as you can believe what they're singing, yeah. the song's got to be great. Sure. But if it's coming, if the messenger of the song is believable, that's the whole other part. And I think that kind of stuff shines through. Um, so, yeah, you know, it wasn't looking, it wasn't looking like a great year. But we put out music anyway because it's like we got to do something. Yeah, something, yeah we have to do. do something. So Facebook lives, Instagram lives, all those things, staying as relevant on social media, um, everything. So we put out a song back in August called "Why You're Gone," and while you're out there looking for some kind of brand new start. I'll just be sitting here drinking this beer. You're gonna come back with your bags packed, missing me for too long. I'll be right here drinking a beer, baby, while you're gone. Dude, I just thanks. My one-year-old jams that song. Dude, that's a jam. That's awesome. She loves that. You and you and JMO wrote that to the wall, man. Thanks, man. That's great. Who's on that? Who all wrote that? Just me and too. J-Mo. It's good, man. Great yeah. melody, great content, everything. Love that. And I tell you what else I love. I love seeing dudes sticking together with their homies and writing songs. You know what I mean? Not oh, having. That's my favorite thing of what we have. And I mean, I feel like I'm in what y'all have. Y'all are in what I like. That's absolutely. Dude. We're part of like us three are part of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Know? Like, you know, and it's not. You know, I know a lot of it is related to Luke Combs because I mean. That's kind of where, yeah. sure. that's at least where mine and Dan's relationship for started, sure. for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, the first weekend I met Dan, we wrote One Too Many. Yeah. 
And gosh, you were just Brooks and Don coming on that thing. How about that, dude? Golly, incredible! Just go ahead and tell it. Go ahead and tell. I know you want to tell. I wasn't gonna say that. No, go ahead and tell. I wasn't. You the one brought it up, dude. (laughs) You brought it up. No, I know you're just trying to get me to buy it, and I was about to buy it, but I'd just like to hear you tell it. All right. Well, because they tired of hearing me talk. So, so Dan wants to hear about wants y'all to hear about the one story of one too many. So. It is a good story. I mean, it is a good story. So me, me and Dan, we were um, out on the road with Luke. Luke had invited uh, me and Dan to come out and write, and I had never met Dan before. I mean, no, that was the first time. First time, time, we'd first ever time we laid met. Eyes on each other. Was this 2017, 2018? I have no idea. This would have been. Let's see. 17, 16. I would say 17. Yeah, somewhere. In there. Um, I'm trying to think of that place. We were at. Um, anyway, I'll was think it not? In a was I know exactly what what town we were in. What town? So we were in Oxford, Ohio. Okay. Um, and what that, run was it? Did we go to bar. Pittsburgh? Did we go to Pittsburgh? That said, yeah, that we run. We did go to Pittsburgh. Um, then we went to Ohio State. We toured Ohio State. Yeah. Was that when we? Was I don't that? Know if it had been. That's when y'all got locked in that room. No, the glass door because Drew didn't hold the door. <laughs> oh, I forgot all about I that. I got those videos in my phone right now. Oh, we're gonna have to watch them here in a second. Yeah. Um, That's a great story. I'll tell you. So that we were at the University of Miami, Ohio. I think was our first stop in Oxford, Ohio. So we're sitting on Luke's bus, and we're Luke's wanting to write, so we're gonna write. And um, he, we didn't. I don't know. We probably had some ideas, but we never got to them because no. Luke goes, Luke goes, "Hey, I got this idea that me and Tyler." His guitar player Tyler King started years ago. Yeah, and we we're me and Dan were like, all right, well, we're listening, and he played us the chorus of One Too Many. <laughs> Just the chorus. Just the chorus. And we we're like, no stopping me once I. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, here we go, <laughs> hop on, boys, because this is gonna be fun. And I got all excited, and I'm like, all right, what what do we say now? Yeah. So, I you know I don't really know where it started, but. We had verses. We, over the course of the weekend, we had Over the course verses. of the weekend, I mean, we had verses. Because we hung a lot that – we didn't really write that much. No, that we weekend. hung a lot. We, we were got hanging. to know each other. Yeah. Because yeah. me and Dan got to know each other. Yeah. And we just – what, what just some of those weekends are. I mean, if you're on the bus with, with a new guy and Luke, oh, you know, yeah. it's a lot of that's just getting to know each other. Yeah, for sure. And so anyway, over the course of the weekend, we got verses. Don't get it twisted, though. The whole weekend, you and I – understood the weight of what had been of the song that had been put on our shoulders. Oh, we for sure. Never, I think we were never like, that's probably oh, it'll most, work itself out. I mean, we were like, that's okay, the most, yeah. Like if we get this right, <laughs> that is let's the, go to breakfast and talk about it. That's the most. Yeah. I mean, you got, I had had one Luke Combs cut Yeah. at that point and it was my only cut I'd ever had, yeah. which was lonely one on the first record. And I knew, man, I was like, I, we got to forget this. We got to get this. I felt the same way. You know, like, and I I would tell Luke that, you know, man, yeah. dude, I wanted that song bad. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know that feeling, that is a heavy, it's heavy. feeling, man. Heavy yeah. Feeling. I mean, especially you when got, you're on the road, especially, you got two I mean, days. You got, let's see, it might've been like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday run. Maybe. Yeah, it was. And like Thursday, Friday, we had written the verses. Saturday was still, the song's still not done though. No. And this you, is you got one done. more night. Yeah, you got one more night. You're 
Sunday and it's way late better if you Sunday or late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, you're gonna be back in Nashville. Yes. You got one more day to finish this one song. And then who knows when you're gonna get the three of us back yeah, together. Who, knows? who I mean, knows when that's gonna happen? So yeah, the weight of that was super heavy, like wanting to finish that. So I think it was Saturday night and I can't remember where we were at on Saturday night, but Luke's playing a show and me and Dan are sitting on the bus. Luke is getting ready to go on stage, and me and Dan are like, all right, well, we'll just knock out this bridge, you know, whatever. So we sit there. We've been working on this bridge for two days. Yeah. Like, trying, what do we do here? And finally, either me or Dan, I don't remember. No, it was you. No, no, no. Well, well it was you. I, maybe you said, though, like, let's take a break. Okay. So. I might have said that. But so, you said. So we took a break. We go into Luke's show. We're, sta- we're standing inside no, the stage. see, you said that. You said. So I said, let's take a break. I said, let's take a break. And you said, dude. Oh, let's go well, in there. Let's and... go out right now and watch. Let's just watch, watch the show. And That's see right. If anything... Which is so smart. Dude. Yeah. So smart. Way beyond his years. So, that. yeah. So we go in there. We're standing side stage watching the show. Because we knew that this bridge was like, what does, it's a fan song. What do the fans want in this bridge? Because right? we had already said everything. Right. We'd already talked about beer. We'd already talked about mm-hmm. girls. We'd already talked about. It was all done. We were just like, gosh, man, yeah. what do we do? So we're standing side stage, and Luke is singing uh, Honky Tonk Highway or something. Like, what's, or no, don't, don't tempt me, me with yes, yeah. Don't tempt me with a good don't time. Tempt me. And, you know, he would toss a beard. I've been known. There, yeah. I've been known. And on that part, he would throw his beer or so his, his drink, whatever. Solo cup. His he, solo cup. He he'd toss it in the crowd. In the crowd. Yeah. Drench the crowd. Well, he did that that night, and the crowd went nuts. Insane. And so, like, I'm watching that, and I'm like, okay, how? Do, that's what we need in this song. How do we do that? And all of a sudden, it hits me. And I look at Dan, and I say, Dan, I've got it. Let's go to the bus. Yeah. And yeah, I, was, I got chill bones. I'm telling look at, you. Look at my arm. Dude, I do too. <laughs> such a look cool my, story. I'm telling man. you. It so, lit- that literally happened. We, we go to the bus. And he says, all right, well, what you got? And I'm like, man. He goes, I don't care what it says. Were you walking around the bus? Like, yeah, like, dude, I was happy, up. man, because like yeah. I knew it was going to be, it was weird. It was quirky. Um, and I was like, I just need, if you just buy into this. He goes, so what about this, dude? Whatever it says at the end of it, he goes, so what you say we shot, gun, one. And then somebody walks out, hands him a beer. He shotguns a beer in front of the whole crowd. Which happens every I night. was like. I think it's terrible. I didn't like it at first. Dan didn't. Dan wasn't in. <laughs> Dan was out on it. And uh, I was like, what? I was so defeated. I was like, man. He's dude, like, dude, I, I really think this you. is good. I was like, dude, I mean, it's, you know, it's good, but like he already kind of does that. And like, yeah. but I didn't understand but like the, the whole history. thing. Like, I mean, I, you know, this was 2017. I had been you, on the road with yes, Luke at a you, point he before knew. then. I've watched his fans like, you know, I'd seen the meet and greets where it's like, man, I bet I can beat you in a shotgun. Yeah. You know, whatever. That you had, I had so not. Like, I knew that was his fans. They were, there was something about that that intrigued them, you know. And I think, you know, not only for myself when I write a song and I'm, you know, chasing, you know, what do my fans want? I, I, I feel like I have a grasp on that. When you're writing songs for your buddies, like Luke is, I consider him a great friend. And I've watched his shows for years now. And, 
I feel like I know what a Luke Holmes fan wants. Totally. And at that moment, Clearly. I was like, this is what I'm telling you, Dan. I'm telling you, just buy into it. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. And Trust I was like, me, dude. And I was like, okay. And I started kind of seeing it in my head. And I was like, well, if he's not going to. So we mapped it out. We mapped it. And I remember I had this line. I remember I had the line. I don't know who said I'll, and I'm not the one to quit or whatever. The now I've never been the time to quit. I don't, but I remember I had a thing. I, I'm, but I I can't stop till I or I won't stop till I get to the, to the bottom, bottom of this. It. I knew that was the only thing that you I probably said to that, write. and then we probably probably wrote it backwards for a second. Yeah, we probably wrote it backwards because we had the shotgun one thing. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that we just had to start with that. We like, just had to fill we in the wrote it, Basically, wrote it backwards. Like, how do we get? To the shotgun thing, so it's a good songwriter. So it goes. I've never been kind of quit. Won't stop till we get to the bottom of this. And the night's still. And the night's still young. So what's what this? So we write this thing. Luke comes in. We're like, okay, okay, just. And at that point, oh, you knocked your stuff over. At that point, I'm like, dude, don't worry about this it, thing. Good. This is my this this is real. money. Like this tune is this bridge is the tune is this tune is money. He finishes his show, comes off, comes back to the bus. And so, I think I might have played it because because you were selling you were selling the idea, right? So I oh I was selling so it's hard, so I go, and he but goes, it's cool because you're not only selling a lyric, you're selling a moment. Oh, like, you're selling oh, a moment an on stage. Thing. Absolutely, this was goes, a whole thing. He goes, so like picture this. I said, pretend I'm you because I look like you, and Drew's gonna do the acting part. So I sing the thing, and he goes, and right here, dude, somebody comes up with a beer. You freaking shotgun that some bitch and sling it in the crowd and everybody goes crazy. He was like, "Dude, that's money. Who thought of that?" And I was like, "Me." Uh, <laughs> no, it was clearly I have to give credit where credit's due. It was all that was that bridge was Drew Parker, and from then we've been buddies ever since. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you talk about a weight lifted off your shoulders though when he was like. Yeah, dude, how pumped were we when he said he loved the whole thing? Yeah, man, felt good. That's a good feeling. Oh, it's a great feeling. Yeah. And you know, I'm super thankful for what he's done with that song. And yeah, you know, the Brooks and Dunn thing just put all, added a whole other thing to it. It's crazy, it's crazy. Planning on award shows and still playing. So that's enough. That's that's our that's our Luke stuff. I was still want to talk about what yeah, your right. songs are doing. So we get back to you release. Uh, release why you're gone. gone? Should we sing it? So I'm, I'm just kidding. We're not gonna do it again. Um, yeah. So I released why you're gone in August. You know, it's doing its thing, doing great streaming well um it had been you know february was the last time i had released something up until then and it was doing great and cappy who's my manager calls me cappy and jared holly they call me one one day and jared calls me every day i mean he's like my daily guy i mean you know yeah i talk to him every day i've talked to cappy often too but not like every day yeah so it's like if cappy's calling me it's you know, yeah. Up until now, like there's a lot of stuff going on, so he calls me a lot now. But yeah, um, you know, if he's calling me, it's, it's something. Pick up the phone. Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. You know, he needs something or whatever. So yeah. I answer the phone, and Cappy goes, "Hey, Drew, this is a. I got Jared on here with me. So then I'm like, Oh, something. Okay, this is a three way call. This is not normal. What is going on? He said, um. Oh, well, let me back up. They, uh, Sirius XM had picked it up on the highway, which is like, or yeah, on the highway, but on their, on the horizon show, which is like a weekend 
big, show that they play. Yeah, yeah they play your song like seven times a weekend or whatever. Yeah. So that that's going great. I mean, people are buying the song. I mean, it's getting just like it's researching great. Yeah. is what they say. Yeah. So it's doing all that stuff. Fast forward, Cappy calls me. He's got Jared on the phone. This is on a Friday. He said, "Hey, buddy, uh, just want to let you know, uh, Jr. I just got off the phone with Jr., who's the guy, SiriusXM, the highway, and uh, he he said he can't deny what's going on with this song, and you're going to be the next highway find. <laughs> and I mean, I broke down in tears. I mean, you're again, a bit, of, a bit of a crier, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I mean, I have no problem. Yeah, <laughs> cushy." Okay. Maybe that's there your you thing. Go. I we told you it'd come thing. out. We I told you we're going to find it. That's my thing. We found it. That's my thing. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I have no, I have no problem getting emotional no, sorry. At, at all. It's like, great to be in touch with your emotions, man. I have no problem with it. You know, say what you want. I, I, it doesn't bother me one bit. Um, Same way I don't bats. know why they say grown men don't. Oh, that's money too. Um, yeah. So who was that? Who did it? Tim McGraw. That's right. It's early, right? Yeah, it was early. So, you know, that happened, and I just what a whirlwind that's been. Explain explain to the, our listeners, like, what, so, why that's such a big so thing. So, On the Horizon, we were On the Horizon, which was a weekend show, getting played seven times a weekend. Becoming the Highway Find, we're now in regular rotation throughout the week on, on the highway. Which um, is hard to do without a record deal. Yeah, super oh, yeah, hard. Absolutely. As an independent artist, I mean, it's super hard. But, again... The song yeah. speaking for themselves and that kind of thing. So, so now you know instead of being on the horizon for a for a few weeks on the weekends, we're now in regular rotation on the highway for you know however long the song runs its course, which I hope is a long time. But yeah, um, it's been great, man. People people that didn't had no idea who I was have now found the music and are loving it, and it's doing great. So because of all that. We had more songs that we were sitting on that I recorded over a year ago, and I said, "All right, well, let's Time. give them more. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give them more." Um, in a time like this, I think all you can do is just let the songs do what the songs do and put out more music. So that's what we did, and it's been great. It's, I mean, you know, I've talked to y'all. There, you know, there's a lot going on and stuff. So, it, 2020 has been the best year. Yeah. Of my life. Yeah. You had a baby. I mean, I had my first number one as a songwriter. That's right. Had I mean. a, me and my wife had a baby the same week. Um, <laughs> same week. <laughs> That's great. And, you know, now all this stuff going on with, with my artist stuff. Had a song I wrote with Luke, you know, almost two Blown years up. ago that's yeah. doing great called Forever After All. And, I mean, 2020 sucks, but it's been the best year of my life. Yeah, yeah I... I'm with you. I mean, same, same. Uh, but it, it 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 does suck. But at the same time, it is what you make of it too. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, I mean like you still no, like and, you put in the work. And don't man. get me wrong. I mean, the beginning of the year, I was having a baby. Okay, and all my shows got canceled. Yeah. You want to talk about being terrified? Yeah. It's terrifying. Sure. You know, not knowing it's it's a what if at that point. But man. <laughs> Again, just continue to work and figure out ways to make it work. Yeah. Um, was the, you know, that was the goal, and that's kind of what, you know, paid off. And, um, 
and yeah, just, it's and just turned tr- into the best year of my life. And just trusting where you are in life, man. Like like as a believer, you know, trusting yeah. that you're in the position that you're supposed to be, and and there's a reason you're there, even if nothing's working out. Yeah, that you just stay the course. That he's got you, man. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> um, I've said this before, maybe even on this podcast, but one of the things that I'm that I'm super thankful of is that uh the the ability to kind of reconnect with with your family you know over this mm-hmm. pandemic stuff like when in our lives excuse me when in our lives would we have the ability to basically take a year off and watch your child grow in the first year of their life oh not i mean if i had had a child at any other time in my life there's no way I would have been able to spend as much time as I have with Liza Jane. For sure, man. And that's I mean, one thing I'm super thankful for. Unless we lived in England. They they actually give like the dad and the mom a year off with pay when they have a kid. Okay, well, we don't live in England. Just, just make just spend some info. What is this dude? <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, back to the super. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, yeah, I'm super thankful for everything that 2020 given me, man. I mean, yeah. I still hate the uncertainty of not playing shows, and I miss playing shows more than anything. Like, Gen- genuinely, when do you think the next time you'll step on stage for a full, not weird space? Dude, I have no idea. Distance Nobody crowd. does. I have no idea. Nobody does. I hope it's. I don't know. I, I mean, I wish I could say it was going to be this year, but that ain't, I that I don't ain't going to happen. I don't think it'll be the first of the next year. Yeah. I, I, you know, the first thing that I have on my schedule right now is not till May of next year. So next summer. Um, that's and like that's the probably next question thing. mark. And it, yeah, I would think. Well, I don't know is, that. Everything, is but I think everything's more. in question right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was, you know, two weeks after my wife's due date, um, I was supposed to be gone for two, three weeks straight. Do you remember talking to me about that? You remember talking to me about it? You talked to me about it. I don't know, man. I was in a weird spot in my head, so I, there's no, I, you know. When I you first got the call that you were going to be going out with Luke, mm-hmm. I was there when he told you it was supposed to be like this big, super fun moment, and it was. And then right after that, you looked at me, and you're like, dude, I'm going to have a two-week-old, and I'm supposed to leave the house for yeah. the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, good luck with that, buddy. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's. And I think, like, now, like, you know, it was tough then, like, to think about it ahead of time. But, boy, it would have been knowing what I know now and, like, having her and falling in love with her and, like, it'd be even worse. Let's talk about the best thing. Yeah. Let's talk about the Let's talk about the worst things about being a dad. The worst. Uh, Go. First thing comes to your head. I hate diapers, man. Oh, do you? I thought I would they hate were, diapers. Uh, no, it wasn't well, as bad as I thought. How old you grow Seven months. Okay. So they were fine for the first five months. Yeah. The last two months, man, I can't do it. Really? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get all graphic. Go ahead. Right, let's get graphic. Let's it get, go. Is it getting worse? We all do it. We've all seen them. It gets worse, man. Like at first, it ain't that bad to me. Like, but now they stink, bro. And they like, they stick to the skin. Oh yeah, baby. <sighs> like before, it was fine. It was like yeah. the first five, four or five months. No piece of cake. You only stunk. Use, Don't get me wrong. They stunk. They always stink. Yeah, but you only use like one or two wipes. Yeah, but like man. What about now? now? How many are you using now? Oh, about five. Six. Yeah, about well, six. I, I, I can't do it, man. I'm in there. I'm like, and she's probably. You ever seen a video on Facebook, man? I was like, 
That's me. And she's probably getting squirrely a little bit, so it's like harder. And oh, she's like grabbing down there and oh, yeah. put her hand it. in it. Liza I'm like, now night. what do we do now? <laughs> she did it last night. Literally, so. this is what happens. I go into the nursery. I crack the seal on that joker. It hits me in the face immediately. I was like, Cheyenne, help! Help! I just start screaming for help. And she's like, what? I was like, it's going to get, it's going to get everywhere. Just come do things. And so I literally, because I, I'd already unsnapped it. There ain't no snapping back once Mm-mm. you got it gone. So I just lifted her up like this, and Cheyenne was just like cleaning her. Mm. <laughs> we were, it was like a combo clean, and then we just we stuck her in the bathroom. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that's the, the worst. Uh, Can she hold herself up yet, like sit in the bathroom? Yeah, oh, yeah. That helps out. When that yeah. happens, you don't have to worry about her busting her face. Yeah, yeah. That helps out a lot. Um, yeah, I think, man, I think we're maybe a month or Maybe a month. I don't know. She's about to be crawling. Oh, really? Yeah, she ain't crawling yet, but she's Dude, about it to happens fast. Girls are it faster than dudes. Fast, Girls yeah. are faster than dudes. I mean, she's... Well, that's like a fact. Like, right now, she's, like, swimming, like, in the air kind of thing, you know, like, but it's... She'll, like, pull herself up on her hands and knees. Oh, you're there. So, she's super close. Dude. Yeah. But, I'll tell you this. Liza went from crawling to walking. That was kind of slow. Crawling to standing was kind of slow. But from standing to, to sprinting yeah. was, like, two weeks. Yeah. And dude, you got to be on She's it. She's gone now. Yeah. If you got any kind of like inclines in your house at all, terrifying. Because they like stairs a lot. Yeah, you can. The other day I was with Liza, and she would go to the stairs. We were at the beach, and she would go to the stairs, and I go, Liza, don't do it. And she'd turn around, she'd walk toward me, and then she'd walk back toward. It's almost like a game, you know. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, don't do it, Liza, and she'd turn around, and come back. Yeah, it's a lot. But having kids is cool. Music's cool. Deer hunting's cool. Thanks for coming and chilling with Drew, us. Drew, you're cool. No, I love y'all, man. Cool Drew, dude. Y'all my boys. Yeah, I know. You've cool. been, Drew be repping the merch, dude. dude Drew, Drew re- rocks. Hey, I don't know if y'all saw this, but I just did like a, it's over now, but I did like a uh, rifle giveaway thing. Dude, I saw, I saw that. I yeah. texted you about it. I had our shirt on the whole yeah. time. You're pimping. Hey, that was, that was strategic. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Dude, that was 100. percent You like, know, you kind as of he looks over at our these... merch. Uh, uh, yeah. He's like, you got some more. No. I'm, just <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> trying to get no, for real. You'll I mean, go home I with like, a care package today. I, I, I was like, man, I can help my boys out, dude. So, I'll tell you this. Need like a DP discount or something. He kind of <laughs> alluded to it uh, when he was talking about like the family that that we're yeah. all in, and uh, I mean that's 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 been the dream as a as a friend and as an, as a writer of all of us probably was to be in a, in a bit of a family. And even though it's just like being in a family, you got some guys that are trying to be artists. You got some guys that are just songwriters. You got some guys that are freaking doing hunting, out. hunting podcasts and yeah. doing what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like we have zero. And that's what I think is so beautiful about it is there's no, at least I don't feel like, and I've never ran into anybody that, in our crew that felt like this, but it doesn't really feel competitive at all. No, it's just, no, everybody's kind of happy for everybody. There's no competition in our little, you know, I mean, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I, I don't feel that way. It's the only record I've ever been on where I'm like, damn, I'm friends with every rider that's on this. Dude, yeah. I mean, I'm stoked for, you know, all my friends. Man. Yeah. Yeah. All my, you know, like as bad as I would, you know, I've never had a calm single as bad as I would love for one, you know, I mean, I'm stoked the people that do have them are my friends. Yeah. Like, I couldn't ask for, you know, it's yeah, and, just and, awesome. And It's thing, also knowing that it's coming, dude. Come on. A thing like that, too, though, is like the 
the more success that that Luke has or or, or whatever, and 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 it, it or you have or you have or Ray or Jamo, has Jameson or Jamo has, or, yeah or, or or I have or Dan has or, yeah. or whatever. It all just we all we're all kind of rising our stock together. Yeah, man, because we're all doing it in the same in the same thing. Yeah. It's, I mean, when you get to like, I and we're all like new friends. I mean, Ray and Luke are probably my two oldest friends in town. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'd be in town without them two guys. They convinced me to move and convinced me I was good enough to be here. Yeah. Um. But there's one thing about doing what you love, and, you know, it's awesome that we get to write songs, make music, that kind of thing. Like, it's a tough business, but it's, it's awesome that we get to do what we do. Yeah. And it's awesome that, you know, it's been successful. But when you get to do that with your boys. Yeah. Dude, that's the dream. I mean. I don't know how it gets any better. No, I don't. I, when you enjoy the company you're doing it with. Yeah. So. Don't feel like work. No, man. Don't feel like work. No. My, my Our mantra here at old TBH recently has been because of, because of the, the preciousness of life and, and the gift and the gift of time. It's like, we've kind of adopted this theory that like, make sure you're doing what you love with the people that you love. And like, as long as you just live doing that, um, you man, you're gonna be all right. Life's short. There ain't no time to not be happy. Man. Agreed, man. Got to do what you love, man. Yeah. DP, thanks for coming, dude. Congrats on everything. Thanks, boys. Y'all go check out. We're about the, to write a hit. About to write one. Yeah, I'll we are about to write a title. We're about to write a smash. Yeah, dude. Should I? You want me to allude what the title is, or just keep it? Just keep it. Yeah, I'm letting Drew call it. Okay. You want to talk about the song I did right now or just just say goodbye and then let them hear it when it comes out? I'll let y'all hear it when it comes out. All right. All right. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. DB, don't trust you that much. <laughs> it may be trash. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's not. It's going to be good, though. I love hey, it. Hey, that was fun, boys. Yeah, thanks for coming yeah. on. We'll do this one again for yeah, sure. Yeah, for, for sure. Hey, thank y'all. These Hey, these boys are great. Well, I'll make sure y'all share this podcast. Hey, DP. I, they, hey, they ain't go. They're not gonna pat themselves on the back, but I will. I appreciate yeah, it. We'll pat yours well. Yeah, you pat yeah. ours. We appreciate, appreciate it. You. Appreciate we'll just you. Pat each other. <laughs> so while you're out, out there, there looking for some kind of brand new star, what you sing at the rest of it? I'll just be kicking it with this BPPBR. You're gonna come back with your text back. Listen to me for too long. Yeah. I'll be right here drinking a beer, baby, while you're gone. And we, we gone. gone. We gone. And we gone. Thank you. Reed said That just blew their ears out. Reed said tag with your tags packed, in case you're wondering. With your tags packed. I was gonna say I almost said tail. Tail tucked. Cut it off. Cut it off.